0: Hey, hey, it's Jenny, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Power Hour, a podcast for current and aspiring podcast managers looking to grow their income and impact without working crazy hours. The podcast industry is booming and new podcasts are starting each and every day, so it is the best time to go all in as a podcast manager. Every week, we'll dive into a new topic that will help you navigate the ever-changing world of podcasting and get booked out as a podcast manager. So let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm super excited that you're here and I can't wait to dive into today's episode. So in today's episode, we are chatting all about booking guests for your clients' podcast. So we'll be diving into if you should include guest management in your standard podcast package, and if you decide to do that, how to actually manage the guest process without going crazy, and some other little tips like that. So yeah, let's jump into the episode. So first, let's start off with if guest management should be included in your standard podcast package or not. Now, this is honestly going to be completely up to you. I have found that about 25% of our clients like for us to manage their guest outreach process, while the other 75% prefer to do it themselves. It's going to depend on if you want to do it, if your client wants you to do it, that kind of thing. However, regardless of if we do the outreach or not, we always do send the, what I like to call your live email email to all the clients' guests the day that the episode goes live, which has graphics and audiograms and the live links. Like I said, regardless if, if we do the outreach for the client or not, the guest always receives that communication the day the episode goes live. So yeah, let's talk about the guest management process now, shall we? Because it definitely can be a lot of work if you don't have solid systems in place. So our main tool that we use for guest management at Savvy Podcast Agency is Airtable. Obviously we're using ClickUp to make sure that we're doing the task itself, but we use Airtable as the hub to keep track of it all. So each client has their own Airtable base that I create when we first get started together that we're already using for episode management and stats tracking and things of that sort. But we also have a tab called guest outreach on this Airtable base. And this is where we keep track of all the potential guests that each client wants to invite to be on their show. And this just really includes Things like the potential guest's name, their email address, and the potential topic that our client wants to speak about, as well as fields to keep track of when we first reach out to them and when we plan to follow up with them if they haven't responded and or booked the interview. So it's just a place to keep track of all the names. And if we have reached out to them how long ago it was, so we're not like, forgetting to email people or forgetting to follow up or things like that. So we also have a guest submission form within Airtable that our clients can use to collect their guest headshot and bio and topic so that everything is kept in one place. And most of our clients do end up using that. And I'm just a huge fan of keeping everything really streamlined. So we love when our clients use the systems that we create for them to ensure consistency and efficiency, because that is really important to us. So now that you know how our setup kind of works, I wanted to share a few tips with you on actually managing this process because it can become overwhelming if you're not strategic about it. So I'm going to share three tips with you guys. So number one, you want to create templated outreach emails. So first you want to craft your outreach emails for the client. This is typically going to include like a quick intro of the client and their podcast. If you're reaching out to someone, your client doesn't no at all. You want to include a topic or several topics you're interested in having the potential guests speak about. You don't want them to jump through hoops trying to figure out what you want them to talk about. And then you also want to include the link to your client's calendar so that guests can easily book the interview. So like Acuity or Calendly or whatever your client uses as their appointment scheduler. And you can certainly include more than what I listed here if you would like, but this is just the bare minimum that you need to include in the initial outreach email. So templatize it, get it all ready to go. And that'll just make it so much easier. So you're not reinventing the wheel. Every time you reach out, you just have something temp- templatized and ready to go in your email. If you're using Gmail, I think it might only be available if you're using like G Suite. I don't know if it's available on like your typical traditional Gmail Don't quote me on that, but you can set up templates inside of the email. So basically there's like a setting you can check under advanced. If you go into your settings and G Suite or within your specific Gmail account and you can select to enable templates and basically you can just compose the email in your Gmail account And then before you go to send it, what you can do is there's an option to create it as a template. I'm opening my Gmail right now so that I can tell you exactly where to click to find it. Obviously, you have to enable it first. Otherwise, it's not going to show up. But yeah, so once you click compose, then you're going to there's like a three dot drop down. That's more options. You click that and then there will be something called templates. And then you can save the draft as a template. You can either overwrite templates that you have or save as a new template. It's just such a lifesaver in my opinion. So highly recommend using templates in Gmail if that's what you're using for your outreach if you're using Gmail. So yeah. Second, you want to set up a podcast guest onboarding system. So I like to figure out what information the client wants to gather from the guests before creating this. So do they want to get their headshot and bio? Yes, they should, because you're going to typically create the graphics. You want to gather the topic. You also want to gather maybe even a few questions to ask. So like sample questions about their topic. Because that can be helpful in crafting your outline for the show. So you might want to ask that as well. And then this just really helps that once the potential guest has agreed to come on the show, they cannot book the appointment without submitting these few materials first. So you'll always have their headshot, their bio, their topic, that kind of thing before they even before they can book. You need that. If if they don't submit that, they can't book. So it just really helps get all the things you need from them that you need to be successful with the podcast. So this can be done using most appointments schedulers intake forms. We use Acuity for my podcast. I use their intake form. I think Calendly has intake forms as well. I'm sure a lot of other ones do. But a lot of our clients end up using our Airtable form here that we've created for them so that everything is all in one place. But it's just really based on you and your client's preference. So, in their appointment scheduler, you can also set up some custom reminder emails that contain the Zoom link or whatever your client uses for their recording tool, like Riverside or Zencaster or something, any recording instructions like, hey, make sure you're wearing headphones. Hey, make sure you have mic or whatever those instructions specific to your client are. And then pretty much anything else your client wants them to know about the upcoming recording. So if they ask like a question to every single guest, you can include that there, things like that. And also make sure that you connect with Zoom or Any other platform, make sure you share the link to your client's preferred recording tool. So, Zoom, Riverside, Zencaster. So, the guest has everything they need for the interview in advance. You're not having to scramble like 20 minutes before the interview to get them that link. And then, number three, the art is really in the follow up. So, when it comes to booking guests for your clients or just in general, the art is Just totally in the follow-up. The initial email may have ended up in their spam. The potential guest was interested, but they forgot to reply to the initial email. The email was accidentally overlooked. There's just so many reasons why you didn't get a reply to your first email. So don't be afraid to follow up with that person. I usually recommend three to five business days after the initial outreach email was sent, just so it's not too much because obviously you don't want to be too aggressive here with this and follow up every single day, because that would be incredibly annoying and totally turn people off. And you wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that. So don't do that to people, but following up once or twice is completely okay. As long as there's three to five business days between follow-ups. So you're not like bombarding that person because then If their answer was yes before, it's going to become no at that point. So yeah, I know this is a lot of information, but I want to know, do you currently handle guest management for your clients? Yes or no? Let me know over in the DMs on Instagram. You can find me at jenny.senison and let's chat over there. All right. Until next time, friends. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at Jenny.Sennison, jenn ys or in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. And let me know your thoughts on today's episode because I love hearing from you. You can find all the links and resources in the show notes over at JennySennison.com. Okay, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode.